From Southern California, this is Outlook in Review, a summary of world headlines, technology and business news, arts and entertainment features, and instructive encouragement from the Praiselite Media Studios, Thousand Oaks, California. Good day, it's Wednesday, the 10th of October, 2018. Another major hurricane is bearing down on the south coast of the U.S. Hurricane Michael is expected to make landfall as a Category 3 storm with winds around 125 miles per hour this afternoon near Panama City in the Panhandle of Florida. According to Pensacola, Florida, local station ABC3, 2,000 National Guardsmen have already been called up and the Highway Patrol is sending 300 troopers to help in the region. According to reports, this will be the strongest hurricane to hit the area in 13 years and with storm surge possible in the realm of 6 to 12 feet of water in some areas, this is certainly not the storm to play around with. That coupled with 3 to 6 inches of rain forecast for parts of Florida make Hurricane Michael a very good reason to follow orders and evacuate the area. Google announced on Monday that in the wake of a security breach that it covered up, it will be closing down the forum and social platform Google Plus over the next 10 months, giving users time to export their data. The platform, having struggled in many's eyes since its inception, was originally designed to be Google's rival to Facebook, but had since turned into a forum and a community topic service in recent years. With the lack of successful spam filters and low usage on the platform, Coupled with what can only be referred to as rogue moderators, overbearing community leaders, and internet trolls, the platform was weakened over time, and after the hidden security breach was exposed, Google sacrificed Google Plus in the hopes that the perpetrated drastic action was enough to mask the breach and cover-ups associated with it. And just a day later on Tuesday, Google has announced the latest Pixel device. The Pixel 3, possibly made most famous for the massive amounts of secret leaking before the official release offers wireless charging, a special call screening feature, notable camera enhancements, and something called Titan M, a tiny security chip built custom for Pixel 3 phones, designed to secure your passwords and operating system. The Pixel 3 offered in three colors, just black, clearly white, and not pink, was not the only device to be released on Tuesday, as Google also announced a wireless charging stand for the device, as well as the Google Home Hub, a Google Home Assistant device with a tablet screen. Google also announced its first tablet in years, the Google Pixel Slate, obviously giving Microsoft's Surface a run for its money, as it offers a detachable laptop keyboard and looks very much like a crossover between a Chromebook and a Google-esque tablet. Time will tell if the new products released on Tuesday coupled with Monday's demise of Google Plus will counteract the effects of the security breach discovered almost simultaneously. When Thanksgiving is mentioned, most people, at least in Western culture, think of the United States' late November celebration and holiday. That is, with the exception of Canada. In that country, Thanksgiving is also celebrated, but at a different time. 
Instead of the fourth Thursday in November, like the US, Canada celebrates theirs on the second Monday in October. And while the holiday traditions have somewhat merged, Thanksgiving has officially been celebrated as an annual holiday in Canada since 1879. However, in 1957, the Governor General of Canada, Vincent Massey, standardized the holiday and issued a proclamation stating, A day of general thanksgiving to Almighty God for the bountiful harvest with which Canada has been blessed, to be observed on the second Monday in October. Unfortunately for those in Prince Edward Island, Newfoundland and Labrador, New Brunswick, and Nova Scotia, the holiday is considered optional and is not as it can be called a federal or statutory holiday. According to some historians, the first celebration of Thanksgiving in North America occurred during the 1578 voyage of Martin Frobisher of England, during his search of the Northwest Passage. But after the loss of a ship and extreme weather and delays, the expedition failed and the crew reconvened at what is now Frobisher Bay. The resident clergyman in the party exhorted the crew to give thanks to God for their safety after such a voyage, and the Christian celebration of communion was also held. Over the decades, other celebrations were held as public demonstrations of thanksgiving, such as in 1604 when French settlers arrived in Canada with explorer Samuel de Champlain, and again in 1763 after the Seven Years' War. After America declared its independence from Britain, American residents who remained loyal to Great Britain moved from the newly independent United States to Canada. At that time, they brought many customs with them such as turkey, pumpkin, and squash for their Thanksgiving celebrations. After 1879, Thanksgiving became a yearly event and has been a time for family and friends to come together across Canada, give thanks, and enjoy good food ever since. As believers in Jesus Christ, the more that we research the truth of God's Word, the more we should be convicted and convinced that God's truth cannot coexist with the false doctrines of individualism, ecumenism, Christian feminism, and many other false representations of Christianity manifesting themselves in the world today. God's truth must not be altered in an effort to condone or accept actions, mindsets, or lifestyles which his truth explicitly speaks against, such as the examples in 1 Corinthians 6 of adultery, homosexuality, theft, greed, drunkenness, slandering, swindling, and sexual depravities. How can this social gospel of today, masquerading itself as the Christian faith, even dare to attempt to excuse and blend the works of sin and godlessness with the very holiness of the one true God? 2 John 1 reminds us that anyone who goes too far and does not abide in the teaching of Christ does not have God. How can people proclaim Christ with their words, choice of music, jewelry, or church attendance, but in the very next breath or action attempt to redefine who Christ is by compromising, embracing, even fighting for the actions and lifestyles that he categorically condemns in his word? 
We are all given a very stern warning in Revelation 22 which states that if anyone takes away from the words of the book of this prophecy, God will take his part from the tree of life and from the holy city which are written in this book, the Bible. And yet, many who declare a relationship with Jesus Christ simultaneously refuse to condemn some even uttering advocacies for the dissection and the murder of an unborn baby while still in the mother's womb, a place that was once considered safe for a baby to form and grow. There is only one way to reconcile our sin with God's holiness, and that is through Christ alone, as we read in Acts 4. There is salvation in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. The social gospel cannot offer salvation and its flawed message will never rescue from the eternal agony that our sins against the perfect God destine us for. Only Christ can offer complete salvation from our sins, sins that are made very clear to be totally antithetical to the mandates for godly living and behavior in his inerrant and infallible word, the Bible. We must repent of our sins, turn to Christ alone, and as 2 John 1 continues, abide in the teaching of Christ. For our sins, they are many, but his mercy is more. Thanks for listening to Outlook in Review. Contact us anytime with questions or comments. We'd always love to hear from you. We're on Twitter at Outlook in Review and Facebook.com forward slash Outlook in Review, where you can find information to various topics we cover on the show. Until next time from Thousand Oaks, California, I'm Ben Ditzel. This is Outlook in Review. Outlook in Review.